Hello and welcome back to the Go In The Match podcast. Today I'm joined by two match going Man United fans, Shane Riley and Jordan Crawley. Both Shane and Jordan have travelled Europe following their club. We'll be talking all things Man United, their matchday experiences, away days, the singing section at Old Trafford and the Glazers to name a few. Lads, thanks for giving up your time today and thanks for coming on the podcast. Cheers for having us on. Cheers for having us. Right, let's get straight into it then. Both massive United fans. Shane, we'll start with yourself. What was your first match you went to and what do you remember about your first match day experience? So for me, growing up anyway, it's a bit not the usual story. Everyone usually has their dad who brought them to the game. I've not really had a father figure like that. I grew up in a pub with my mum. So that was my first experience of footballers. Mm-hmm. Lads coming down the pub, having their day. <laughs> FA Cup final day is a big memory. Used to put platters on, it was bets, beers, football. Um, first game for me was Arsenal in 2004. Um, we were going to Manchester shopping and I wasn't aware that I was going to a game anyway. Oh, we were in the Munich Tunnel and mum was fell out of time to smoke. Liverpool fan. <laughs> <laughs> and he was finished a pack of cigarettes, gave me the cigarette packet, he was like, put them in the bin. And he reached into his pocket to put them in the bin too. Red dirt. <laughs> I was like, wow. Uh, so it was actually the game stopped Arsenal going 50 in a row oh really in intervals yeah beating 2 now it's probably the most corrupt game of football <laughs> <laughs> watching it back Mike Dean's had a shocker it's Neville Brothers kicking I think it's Perez up and down the line who scored in that game Rooney's first goal in the Premier League oh, right. penalty from a Rooney dive I don't remember that game oh, it's unreal like, the biggest memory I had is coming out of the stadium at the end yeah. And my mum's shoulders and the whole unit tunnel being packed. 50 games you're having a lot. <laughs> yeah. so how old are you to be in then? Eight. Eight? Yeah, it's my first one. And I didn't go to a game for probably 10 years. My mum's like not a big football yeah, fan yeah. as it is. And then what got me into Money United was my first game as a season ticket holder. Mm. Swansea at home. <laughs> it's a funny story again. We boat over on my own. Got halfway out and someone took a heart attack on the boat. So, Handy. Oh, I had to turn around. <laughs> 45 minutes late to the game, turn up, that's a Swansea goal 1 0 up. So that was a couple of years ago. When was that? 2014, 2013, 2014, I think it was. Two, one. Is that Van Gaal? Yeah. Right. No, Moyes. Oh, Moyes. Moyes, yeah. Got my season Moyes. Moyes, yeah. Got season Moyes. Moyes, yeah. 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 Probably Mackie's Brecky as it always was when I went with my dad. Uh, Charlton at home, same year as Shane's, 2004, November, mm-hmm. beat them 2 0. I mean, The only thing I remember, well, a couple of things, obviously, the goals, Skull scored a, a bicey from just inside the box. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's a decent goal, to be fair. Giggs got the other, but I was probably about three rows from the front, right in the corner flag. But, you know, as soon as Giggs comes over, I'm like, these are real people. Yeah, they're, not, yeah. they're not just something they watch on TV. Yeah. Heroes, isn't it? Like, yeah. At the start of a game, you've got Ronaldo, Giggs, yes. all these heroes that you look up to. You're just shocked, aren't you? The thing that's got me as well is. Did you have that same sort of like going up, the, going up the stairs and kind of like seeing the pitch? Yeah, yeah. everyone has that yeah. moment, yeah. don't they? Yeah. I think. Yeah, do you know the thing that shocked me is the size of the police horses. Like, when you're <laughs> back home, <laughs> yeah, they are built like yeah, aren't United they? Arsenal in them days. So. Yeah, it's yeah, true. Bit, there's loads of them. You Quite big rivals then, weren't you? Yeah, was back then, yeah. Yeah, that, that first thing I was sat probably six rows from. Uh, what's it called where the manager sits and all that stuff yeah, yeah. For all the players there and you're not far from the front are they? Yeah. I suppose there's something as well that you can both say that like he's were there when Ferguson was there yeah 100% yeah, yeah it's the one thing that at his time people our age now they've not seen yeah that's it it's a completely different era isn't it 
I'd seen Ronaldo, so yeah. That's another thing. Right. Yeah. So when did you sign him? Was that the season you signed him? 2004. Yeah, we did sign 2004, I think. Yeah. And you just got Rooney maybe the year before. No, it was that year because it was Rooney's first Prem game. Man. Oh, right, okay. First goal as well. Come on, on his birthday. Have some seasons to be going to really. Yeah. <laughs> so when when you went then, both of you, it was anyone that like you thought like I can't wait to get off my seat. And see him, sort of thing. Anyone that excited you? Gigs for me. It's always yeah. has been gigs. Gigs was the same for me back in, especially yeah. think back in two thousand and four when he wasn't, you know, he wasn't as slow as he was, you know, in his later ages. And he was still a flying wing. Kind of a man, really, wasn't he? Yeah. Van Nistelrooy as well. What a player he was. Yeah. So mm. underrated. He had some record of goal yeah. scoring goals, didn't he? Yeah, Joke of a player. The proper goal scorer, isn't he? Yeah. He probably hasn't spoke about maybe as highly as he should be, really. Yeah. Not at all. In the top so. players, and people people kind of just jump to Shearer, Rooney, yeah. and your own of the world. But he had so he was like a natural finisher, yeah, wasn't he? Yeah. There's a story of him around Man United fans, isn't there? But he wasn't that not like a nice guy at all. Really? Uh, yeah. When Ronaldo came, Ronaldo was close to Fergie. What about like ego? Or yeah, he hated it. He hated that Ronaldo was close to Fergie, and he'd, he'd be like, "Oh, it's Fergie, your new daddy after Ronaldo's dad had died and stuff." And oh shit! That all kind of came from. Yeah. yeah. So obviously, you both live here on the Isle of Man. So, what does a standard match day look like for you? Do you always fly to Manchester, or do you take like an alternative route, or do you sometimes go for Liverpool? Obviously, you've got the boat as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. alternates, doesn't it? We look at it cheap as we can, Yeah, but it's not cheap going to Manchester, we mm. all know that. I don't know now what's going to happen with Flybe gone, because they're the main one to go to Manchester, so... There's Logan Air, I think, are starting up, or have yeah. started up, or... Obviously, with coronavirus happening, well, it's kind of stopped that a bit. But yeah, it's usually first plane to Manchester, eight quid pint or whatever it is in the airport, <laughs> <laughs> six in the morning, and then train straight to Spoons, brekkie yeah. pint, and then chill out for a couple of hours until probably midday. And it depends on what time the game yeah. is. If it's half five, we've, we've had quite a few Sunday games yeah. this year because of Europa League on a Thursday, and so it's usually been midday. And then Sam buzzing about that. <laughs> do you always stay like somewhere else or can you usually do it in a day trip or do you, you have can. to stay every over every now and then you can so we can fly straight to Manchester and then a couple of times especially the majority of the time when we play do we get a taxi back to Liverpool Yeah, yeah. and then that last flight from Liverpool the last flight from Manchester is like half five so yeah. Yeah, it's not a late one though Cause you, have you got a hotel near the ground as well haven't you yeah. is this hotel is football but it's getting a there's a Premier League. Is it quite touristy, it. sort yeah, of? Yeah, oh, getting it, paying for it as well. It's ridiculous. Yeah, it's like, yeah. like, the one that never won that home. There's a Premier League just behind it as well, but you've okay. got to be early to get a room, probably mm. before the fixes are announced. You're better off not being around the ground, though. The yeah. ground, you're closer to town if you stay away from it. So. Right, okay. So, I mentioned on the previous episode of Keith that we're quite lucky at Anfield, to be fair. We have so many pubs around the ground, and I haven't been to all chaffing myself. But uh, a lot of people mentioned there's not like too much pubs around, the, no bars or anything like that. So where would you go before for the match? Is any particular like you, like a go to place? Yeah. Home fans, it's not bad, is it? No, we, we've had a fair few to be fair that we've yeah. been. The to best one we had was Sam Platt, which has been knocked down recently, turned yeah. into a tram stop, yeah. which we're devastated about. But what place that was? It's like building basically with a hole in the wall that they sell cans out of, and yeah. then a marquee outside, pyros a lot. Um, owners didn't care big United fans themselves yeah. so did, like, didn't care what he did there as long as you know no one wrecked the place inside but no yeah. one was inside anyway because the marquee was outside so is that the place I've seen like on your stories and stuff where like you've got that marquee yeah there is a new place now is that the place that's then? gone to Tallgate which is another home fan so you wouldn't, you wouldn't get in as an away fan right. um, again they've done a marquee but they're a bit more strict to it it's still good but that got touristy now hasn't it the yeah. word's got out and 
it's touristy. They're trying to new new places. It's Barca Bar, is it? Barca Bar, Bar, yeah. In Barca Bar's in centre of town. Yeah. Literally two minutes away from a tram stop, you can just hop on and straight to all traffic. That's the best mm. thing about Manchester for me is your metros are everywhere. You're five minutes from a metro, which away fans don't realise. Mm. So you can go into town, you can go East Spoons, you can go any any bar really, and then you can hop on a tram and you're five, five, ten minutes to a ground, yeah. isn't it? So yeah. it's not as bad as people think. Around mm. the ground's awful, but for away fans, but... But the Etihad's the same, isn't it? Yeah, 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 I don't think there's anything around there, to be honest. Yeah. It's up the other end of town. We did it, didn't we? Yeah. City away not long ago. Obviously, luckily, we have, our, kind of United, <laughs> we, have, we have our United pubs in town, so yeah. we can just kind of like... So you kind of like maybe just stay in the city a bit more for a bit longer and then go up the ground? For a city game, yeah, for like away game. Yeah, city, yeah. But home ground, we, we start in town and then we work our way towards the ground oh, okay. to the main pub where the atmosphere is and then... Walking about probably yeah. twenty minutes before the game. I think away fans struggle, don't they? Come to Old Trafford and that because because there is nothing. European ones seem to have it unlocked. To be fair, there's one the old Wellington in right at the back of the Arndale, isn't yeah. there? And every European away fans always seem to go there every single time. There was PSG at home, obviously, and then they've got some good fans, haven't they? They, they were there and um, they were mad fireworks. Yeah, a lot. they, they were Anfield a couple of years yeah. ago. They're good crackers. You they, you they were decent. As yeah, well. we were in the Tollgate, which is one tram stop away from the Old Trafford stop and the police escorted them but they got off there because I don't think the Old Trafford stop was going that day and as you get off it's over the road the pub so they're coming over and everyone's getting a, they're getting a police escort and everyone's going mental at them and they're firing fireworks to us and they go two, two streets down and there's just fireworks flying in the air and throwing pyros into us and everything uh. it's just like they're crackers <laughs> <laughs> so now you've both done your fair share of away matches which is your favourite you've done and for you, is the travel and the best part? Because you know you can't do nothing about the ninety minutes, can you? No. no without a doubt, we said it, you know, Keith last week, didn't you? It's all about the travel. Yeah. The day, the day's what it's about. If you look at our record of away games, the last. <laughs> you've, I know you've got a terrible. <laughs> my mind's not much better, to be fair. Like, but yeah, I think the last time I won was 2015, my first ever away game ever in a way. Won three 0 but everyone wins there, though, don't <laughs> they? <laughs> <laughs> um, since then, you say the easy games I've done: Bristol away. Brighton away, Huddersfield away twice, got beat every time. Do you prefer, so you did Bristol then, was that, that was obviously a cup game. Yeah. Do you prefer going to the smaller grounds than the bigger grounds? 100%, yeah, the smaller grounds are so much better, you're compacting, you don't get your tourists there, do you? No. You, you've paid a towel for it because you think, oh, it's Bristol then. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Bristol, what's there? Your actual, like, diehards go yeah, there, yeah, don't they? Yeah. go to every game or try to. Yeah. yeah, it's 100% over the day. The old school grounds, and they're the good ones. Yeah. Right? There's two that stand out for us was Valencia, obviously, to European away. You can't beat them. That's a good ground, isn't it? Yeah. We went, we did the, uh, we did the tour at the Mestalla. We went to the final because we stayed in Valencia before we went to Madrid, and uh, that's some ground, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. I'd love to be there for an actual match. Yeah, well, it was mental, yeah, wasn't it? it was we good. got beat again two one, but yeah, the, the trip itself, like we flew to Barcelona. And then the coach from Barcelona to Valencia. It's like it was four, four, just over four hours, I think it took. You were playing Napoli. Oh, right, yeah. We were on the coach, it was like midnight, full coach. You've got, it on, you've got Wi-Fi and the coach on the phone. <laughs> Alison made that save in the last minute. If that had gone in, we'd have woke the whole coach. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Valencia stands up. Brighton as well. Brighton, yeah, Brighton. 12-hour round trip from Manchester on the coach. Yeah, that's like, that's a hefty <laughs> yeah, trip, that, yeah, isn't it? That was, it was so good. Good trip, that yeah. yeah. We did it. It's called a, a group they've got set up a bandit bus. Right. It's just all the away fans going down together instead of going through the club. Good weather down there, Brighton as well, isn't it? It was, it was, it was like 20, 26 yeah, degrees, it was so 
and then one of the lads on the bus about an hour in sick in the toilet got yeah. the toilet up and it like was <laughs> scorching Pro- day proper away day that isn't it <laughs> it was <laughs> so yeah. heavy wasn't it yeah, it, was it was good though what a day and then to watch probably the worst game of football I've ever watched as well but that was an awful day still, like, awful like, game yeah. 90 minutes just gets in the way for me yeah. like I, I, say, I say that but going you know say if you're going to the match and it's like you don't have a ticket yeah, yeah. you'd probably be a bit down about not having a ticket at the start so maybe a day wouldn't be as good but when you do have a ticket then you know you go and it's kind of like it's the around and the day's better yeah the day's better yeah. rather than the game unless it is like an, like an extremely big match like a semi-final or a final or something well, yeah. they're some of the best days we've had Wembley days you yeah. can't so what, game, what games did you go to at Wembley was I've it done, semis and finals I've done FA Cup final one Lingard goal Right, it's um, Palace. Yeah, that was another story about being sick. <laughs> Too much ale consumed on these trips. Yeah, Link, that goal went in a long day at Wembley, isn't it? You're off early on the drink and then you start getting hangover at the ground. Especially that went extra time and yeah. the goal went, you go mental and then next thing I'm like, oh, no, <laughs> running down the stairs yeah. <laughs> to the toilet being sick and I lift my head up and some fellas behind me, oh, at least we're winning, mate. <laughs> oh, yeah, shit. <laughs> Well, I reckon you, Manx, can't just handle you, well, you know. What other ones we to Spurs, Spurs, that's it, yeah. Southampton, Carabao Cup final. Yeah. That's You've won that one as well, didn't you? Yeah. 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 Ebra, the last couple of minutes. Decent, yeah, yeah, that was, yeah. I'm not being, I'm, t- I'm not being to Wembley, to be fair. Yeah, people say it's not what it used to be, but Did as you? a ground, is it? But I think, it's not, as we've said before, it's not about the game. I don't yeah. like, I'm not a fan of the ground, mate. Did you do the uh, Community Shield against Leicester? No. I did that right up in the gods for it. And it's yeah. like, I don't know, it's just, I don't like the ground. I can I imagine it's quite hard to get an atmosphere going. Yeah. Because it's, yeah, yeah. it's so... Palace did well. Pal- I think Palace are known for it at home anyway and they had a section in the middle of yeah. like, that back tier and they were all just bouncing the whole yeah. game. I was like, oh, get me in there. <laughs> 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 it's like this, I'm going down. <laughs> I mean, you kind of do get like a bit jealous of those sort of Fan bases though, yeah, because yeah. it like they're not always going to be at Wembley. No. Where clubs like Liverpool, United, whoever it may be, they're expected to be at Wembley, so they appreciate it more, yeah. don't they? Yeah. If their clubs seem to help them that bit more, like you're not allowed much at Wembley, are you? They don't let you have your sections, which we've started to get the last couple of times. Yeah, we? but getting Small into it, ones yeah. And, yeah. yeah. But the likes of Palace, I think their clubs help a lot more. They're well known for atmosphere. Palace it's a bigger day for them, I suppose. Yeah. Well, isn't make it? it the best experience for Wembley for the can because they never know when they're going to go back. Really, That's do they? It, so, yeah. <laughs> so I mean, you, you got you boys kind of touched on it there. Um, obviously, I know nothing about United's ticket availability, the structure, how how you boys get tickets. How easy or difficult is it to get tickets for the match? And is touting a big problem like it is at Liverpool at United? Home games, so getting off the street really yeah. for, the, for the easy ones you can get season tickets like that you can walk uh, I was so surprised so what, what's your set of you what have you got members cards or season tickets season both, season both of your season yeah. tickets yeah. Like, I applied a year the season finished Fergie's last season finished I applied that year for my ticket and then I got a call and like just before the season started do you want one that's mad I thought, oh my god I've got a ticket <laughs> where's that come from uh, yeah so it's, it's easy to get your season tickets yeah. mine was the same to be fair mine was Reno's first year I thought it was going to be a bit harder me and my dad just applied for it and literally about two weeks before the season got a call. So there's no so waiting I, list, it's literally just... They say there is, but there is. you can... If you go on the waiting list, you'll be waiting for ages rather than if you ring up and just ask for can I have one, they'll give you one. Does See, that that's kind of a bit wrong in a way, yeah. isn't it? Like, yeah. Yeah. a bit misleading. Yeah, yeah, yeah definitely. 
But I think we have between like now it's like fifty five to sixty thousand season ticket holders. Like, so you don't have like so obviously we have like a members card system. So you've got to like kind of build your credit. So okay. obviously I've been on the season ticket waiting list at Liverpool since I was about ten. Be on it till you we, yeah, <laughs> I realistically, I probably won't get one till maybe under forty, and like that's providing that we expand the ground, yeah. which is just mad. Yeah, but we have like a members cards, and you've got to build your credits up, and you've got to get it on a booking system, which is we slow do have to a shy. Members card system, don't we? It's, it's not about yeah. credits and stuff like that. You just apply. I've heard like you've a got a better like way of getting tickets. Yeah. It's usually just random, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, like they just pull it randomly. Like everyone goes into a ballot. And what about your aways? Is that like so, hard to come across getting yeah. away tickets as well? Because yeah, it's it. like gold dust up. Yeah. To do it legit, you've got to have season tickets at three years. Four, you've got to be on your fourth year. Fourth year, so then you upgrade to a silver season ticket and you go into again a random ballot for the domestic ones away yeah. in Europe and stuff like that. It's That's a credit based. Right. It's difficult that. Yeah. Yeah, obviously, the more credits you have, you're going to get more games, yeah. but the way you get credits is by going to a game. Yeah, yeah, yeah. European away game. Just getting so your first, first getting one or two, isn't it? It's yeah, credits roll, credits roll for three years. So oh, once okay. you're, you've done your kind of three years, back end knocks off and you start fresh again from the third year. So you've got the past two years and then a fresh one for yeah. the season coming. So Talent's it's, a problem too. It is a yeah. problem. I think everyone... I think the problem is clubs like Liverpool, United, Arsenal, whoever it may be, because they're such big clubs. Money makers, huh? Yeah, and like... It's kind of... People just come over and think, well, I'm going to go to a match at yeah. Liverpool or Man United, whoever it may be. and got it ticked off the box, sort yeah. of, off yeah. to bucket list sort of thing, but... Which is a shame, really, because... Yeah, as much as you don't want to dive into helping them out as well like there's games that, like that first FA Cup final we were like what a chance that is first C United win a cup yeah and what did we me and Hurst went I can't remember two, what we paid two f- it wasn't cheap like it was two like over 200 and we were told we were right behind the goal and we weren't we were up in the gods when we got there and we were yeah. like this is yeah you pay then, a lot of money for it and yeah and then Jordy Hurst again at Huddersfield he paid 120 for Huddersfield away just because I got one in the ballot I was mm. like, I'm not letting you go. <laughs> but we met a couple of lads on the train. He told them about it. One of their mates is a tout, but he does it on the cheap, which is like, it's helped us massively. Yeah. Hasn't it? So we've got Newcastle. Money, they make their money yet. It's not, not cheap, but it's a lot cheaper than what we were doing. Do the club kind of acknowledge that it is a problem, or are they, are they not really that arsed? They yeah. know they're going to sell out, sort of well, thing. Uh, if you look on your back of your season ticket, it says. Um, if you've if you're at the game, this is not your ticket, and you've been charged, call this number, and it gives you a number to call, basically saying you know. All oh, right. So, and obviously the name on the back of that, you can read it off, give them the season ticket number, and they'll probably ban them straight away. But I don't know if anyone does it. They probably don't. Probably People don't want to be a grass sort of That's thing, it, but it? it's it is such an issue. Yeah, I think massive. It is, in football, you go outside Old Trafford and. There's people down the road that have stacks of twenty tickets, don't they? It's just like mm. stacks of season tickets, like just there you go, there's yours, and it's it's mental. But then at the same time, you people help you get your tickets. Do you know what I yeah. mean? Yeah, you're paying over the odds, but it, it, I don't think it will ever be stopped out, and I don't know how you stop. It's a very it. difficult thing. I know at Liverpool they've kind of talked about maybe having your picture on your members card and stuff, and I just I don't see how that works because. Not yeah, like not Old Trafford where it's eighty thousand people coming in. Yeah, no it's not. You can't that. police that sort yeah. of stuff, no. can you? And I mean, not every fan can go to every game, so yeah, exactly. some people have things on. Yeah, like, like people want to live over here and or live yeah. across an island, or you know. So what would you do if you can't? Obviously, you boys can't make every single game. No, it's yeah. ridiculous sort of money. So what would you do? Do you give up 
card back to someone. If we or, can, yeah. If, if, we, if there's someone we know that wants it, like especially over here, we don't usually tend to give it to people across, do we? No. We don't know that many, no. but over here, if there's like some of the lads, there's a fair few that know us now that get in touch all the time. Yeah. yeah. I suppose like the people want to take the kids and stuff as well, so you'll do them a favour there, essentially, yeah, the as well. Of, like, you're, you're lucky, Crowley, yeah. you've got two together, whereas I'm on my own, so okay. it's hard to find people that want it. Yeah, it's trying, own, to, yeah, it's trying to sell doubles yeah. much more easy than a single yeah, on its own. Yeah. You can uh, ring United up as well and say that you want to donate your ticket to the Man United Foundation, All right. and obviously they don't give you any money for it like or anything like that, but they don't take it off the price of your ticket, you're just giving it like as a goodwill gesture to oh, like, okay. some kid that can't afford to go or a dad oh, cool. lad kind of thing that can't go to games very often. That's so perfect. That's, that's like, a, it's a good good idea to be fair, yeah. That's definitely something I think. used with people. Never used it a couple of times it, to be fair, yeah. Not many. You don't, it's not the first thing you think of, is it really? And it's no. not advertised that much that to do it. You know, when when it comes in your season ticket package, they don't tell you you can do it. It's just kinda there on the website somewhere, I think. So, oh, right. maybe they should try and get a bit more out there, sort yeah. of thing. So, obviously, inside the ground now, um, I know United brought in a singing section into Old Trafford a few years ago. What are your honest thoughts on that? And do you think it actually helps the atmosphere? We're not allowed to call it a singing section yeah. anyway. That's one of the main rules of being in They don't like it at all. It's not a singing it's section. Fair enough, really, it is a, what is it called then? And what, what stands it in? TRA, it's in Stretford and Lower. Right. It's, called, it's, it's ran by a group called TRA. Okay. Stretford and Right Side. Isn't right it? Side, yeah. 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 TRA is just like a group of who've been in Old Trafford. Everyone knows Old Trafford is dead. It's it's yeah. not good. It's such a big stadium. You've got your talent problem. You've got your tourist problem. It's it's one of them. It's not good. Three big games. Yeah, it can be good. And if you get in the right section of the ground, Stretford and Upper is good. They're yeah. very good. And I think that's why they've moved it down to Stretford and Right Side. We used to have a section. You always to take the mick out of with them flags. Not <laughs> 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 uh, faded off, but we've just put rail seating in there. For yeah, season, trial and rail seating in there. Yeah. So having the two ends of the ground, we'll, we'll see. I do like the idea of it because for the lads like that do want to go to a game and it's more about the atmosphere than the actual game. It's, right. Yeah. It's so how how do you go about getting a ticket? Now, so if I'm a United fan going the game, never been before, but I want to go sit in there. Is it as easy as just? Or you have to like apply for it in a certain way. It's mainly season tickets, isn't it? Yeah, so you can get in it if you if you get a ticket through the ballot. Yeah, you can apply, but you have to have a ticket. So it, you can't like buy a hotel. You'll never get in. Yeah, yeah. it's five pound membership per season. So which to be fair isn't bad, but it helps for their costs because obviously they've got they've actually just brought out an app for it. So they've got an app and you can apply for all your games on there through it. So it's basically if you have a ticket and then you apply. They, you've got, they've got all your ticket details and season ticket numbers, and membership numbers, and then they send that off to United, okay. and they'll send you a paper ticket with your new seat, yeah. and you can be in groups. Obviously, like me and Shane don't have our tickets next to each other. There's my dad's, me and my dad's are next to each other. Shane's is on his own, and another lad we go with is on his own, and then um, you can create a group. So you can apply it as a group, can't you? Yeah. So, so you sat together. Yeah. If you okay. all apply, you're all. But put as a group together, yeah. so it could be up to you know fifty of you in a group if you you know you know that many. They've introduced season tickets now in there that you can yeah. move. It's, you can't anymore, but you have to apply. We didn't do it because we're in the other man. We feel like we'd be mm. holding we're not seats we're holding up other seats. Yeah, of people yeah. who should be going. But it's good that they've got they've moved your season ticket in there and they've got the under twenty fives as well. Sixteen twenty five year olds. Yeah, cheaper, cheaper so you're getting youth in there as well, yeah, aren't you? That's perfect, what trying, yeah. yeah. They're doing a ballot for a, a free season ticket as well. You pay two pound ninety nine again, help them with their cost to run everything. Yeah. That you know, doing a 
cracking job of it to be fair and then they'll pick out a winner out of a hat and free season ticket at least they're trying something yeah. aren't they like you know they're getting behind it as well they've finally noticed that there's a problem with the atmosphere at Old Trafford so what, what what do you kind of think because I, I remember like watching you boys and I don't think it's either the shift of like Fergie leaving and stuff but your atmosphere used to be class yeah what do you think's made the change in like what's dropped do you think it's performance on the pitch based or do you think it is solely like people oh, just travelling to the ground and just going for the one day I, I think yeah. mainly that it's Man United's turned into a brand. Yeah, too corporate. Massively, yeah, far too corporate. And the club got behind that with the yeah. Glazers involved. They don't help stuff. themselves, it's, do they, really? Um, yeah, it, it has gone very corporate. But slowly starting to make that shift back up. So at least they're acknowledging it and trying yeah. to do something about it yeah. sort of thing. You so see, when you're in there as well, it's like when you're in every other part of the ground, you stand up, stewards like sit down. Yeah, yeah. But these are like, they speak to United like weekly and go over rules that they can and can't have and... They stewards don't they don't mind you standing up as long as you you know you're not blogging the uh, clogging the eyes. balance or yeah, yeah, basically they've even got they've been speaking to a bar that uh, boss of our Shay mentioned, um, and they've been getting like deals so you can go in there. I think it's like certain beers that are on draft and ciders, and they've been getting them down to three pound a pint. So, oh, right, okay. like, so you're trying to encourage yeah trying to again trying to get them. again they've done it in the ground as well trying to encourage people to get to the ground early to create yeah. that atmosphere and try and encourage other parts of the stadium to join in yeah but they're doing a good job of it and it is it's starting to turn isn't it yeah it's made match it's made going going the match a lot better to yeah. go to mm. so rather than just our experience has been so much yeah. better yeah you know, especially it's just all sat about in. the day but then at times like you can't wait to be at the ground like because the atmosphere is going to be good yeah so I mean, tying in with that, um, on the previous episode, I spoke to Keith about the Spurtish Ankle Group. We've got Liverpool. They played a massive part in getting rid of the previous owners, Hicks and Gillette. So I know the majority, if not all, of the United fans want to get the Glazers out. Um, I just wondered if you've got any sort of supporters groups like that, and if so, what sort of actions have they took against the Glazers? There's a few. I try not to get too involved with it. No, goes they too come far, and go. Right? Like when the team's performing well, oh, it's don't hear of them, do you? It's quiet, but then performances have gone bad again. They're all up, like, get these glazes out. Like, it can't be like If you want them out, you want them out. Yeah. I just, it, it doesn't, just let them crack on. I think... We're all little most yeah. of them are like... Do the day, we're getting our money for our players. We can't... It's, it's Yeah, you see these loans that are taken up a club and this, that, the other, but for me, it's, it's it doesn't affect my match experience. Yeah. So I try not to get too involved with it. There is one, isn't it? Love United, hate Glazers. Yeah. Is that what it's called? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. So you where did the... the green and gold scarf that's what I was going to say. Where did that kind of stem from? Because I don't really know much about that, to be fair. Newton Heath, isn't it? Yeah, that was the original colours of Newton Heath back in... Which is what United used to be called before we changed to Manchester United. Yeah. So that's where it came from. Get rid of the red, white and black and let's go back to its roots and yeah. show them what it really should be like. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I can't, that kind of came about in sort of two thousand and seven, maybe. Yeah. I think we Something played AC like Milan. The Beckham, and yeah, and there's a picture the Beckham of Beckham with the green and gold scarf around, isn't yeah, it? with the AC Milan. Just saying something if he's wearing it, and he's yeah. kind of behind that, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah. He's obviously been throwing it from the crowd, and he's you know picked it up and, and it stuck it around it. him. Yeah, and that's when he's not even a United player at that stage. Yeah, I think there is a problem. I, I tend not to look into it too deep. There's not many. I think all it is really is there's not many football based. People is it? It's like you know, likes of Woodward. He's all money orientated and stuff he's like a that. So, man, isn't he? Yeah, he's a businessman, and we need that football man. And I think once we get it, it'll probably help quite a lot. Mm. And I think everyone will probably back off the not back off, but kind of lay off him slightly. Who was your man that used to be beside Fergie? His name escapes me. Uh, Gale. 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 That's the man. Yeah. He so was, he was our football man. Yeah. yeah. 
And you haven't got that sort of no. <laughs> figure anymore. I listened to yeah. another podcast the other day, actually, and that was brought up yeah, about David Gill. That Moyes came out of that comment the other day about Ole got time, I didn't. Yeah. How it started of him, like he was let down quite a bit. Like, yeah, he made this decision to bring his own staff in, but he didn't only lose Fergie United. We lost David Gill as well, who was and a massive was, part of our yeah. club. They got what they want off the Glazers because we made them money on the pitch. Yeah. Whereas, obviously... You suppose right you much. don't see those sort of people until... Yeah. people like Fergie go and then yeah. obviously realise how much of a big impact that is yeah, 100%. well I mean I suppose owners is a tough thing really because there's so many owners out there that are like that like obviously we've had them I think they've got Cronky at Arsenal as well Newcastle yeah, is another Newcastle, one yeah. there is a problem that the Prem need to start looking into I think they mm. can't you can't have people coming in who are just money 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 and yeah, like, what's, what sort of debt are you using at the moment as a football club something hundreds like hundreds of they've I've seen something recently where they've pulled out a billion out of the club or that's just in loans and, and not put anything of their own money in. into it so what we make is what we make and we'll use that to buy players but they're not actually pumping their money into it to help they're just taking loads of it out yeah. taking dividends that's, out of the yeah, that's where it comes from yeah. so that sort of thing can't carry on really no it's not justifiable no, no. not at all you've seen clubs like look at Wigan like, yeah. well around club and then something like this has happened mm-hmm. they, they could kill off clubs massively like, it's, it's a worrying worrying thing isn't it yeah so touched on Fergie there so he leaves the club and I think it's 2013 he leaves us Am I right in saying that? It's around yeah, 2013. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So obviously you appoint Moyes, and we're kind of all aware, like the managerial roundabout you can, you kind of, you've kind of had since playing devil's advocate. Yeah, let's say that Klopp and Guardiola are both available at that time. Who would you rather take over, and why? <laughs> <laughs> There's no way. I am not going through this podcast and not talking about Klopp. <laughs> it's a tough one. That I don't like. Alright, I'll have my say on it because obviously I've thought of the question. I think he's really missed out on getting Klopp. I thought Klopp was... Obviously, he was linked, wasn't he, with United? And it was Klopp's wife that had said that she didn't have a good feeling about it or something. Something along those lines. Um, And obviously ends up at us. But I see him now and what he's done. And I see so much of Fergie's traits in Klopp. I think yeah. he's massively missed out there. That's my opinion. Yeah, you've got to hold your hand up. He's a brilliant, brilliant manager. And who knows if we could have had him. Same with Pep, could have had him. Yeah, there was top, top Pep, wasn't there? Yeah. Yeah. And... Um, it's, it's a tough one. Putting them up against each other at the moment, you've got to look Different at styles, aren't they? Yeah, yeah, 100%. But for me, you've got to look at Klopp and think, he's done it in Germany, he's now doing it. He's done it in Germany at a low level of Mainz. He's then done it with Dortmund. Done it with Liverpool. If he... I can't see him renewing another contract at Liverpool. I can see him wanting to move on and show. Mm. If he can go to Germany yeah. and do it at international level, he's held right up there as one of the best ever. Mm. It's a quite a tough question, really, because Klopp's the sort of manager you kind of... So Dortmund were kind of... There weren't really anything at the time. Yeah. Obviously, we were in such a tough patch, and he kind of... At both clubs, he hasn't had loads of money to spend. With yous, he would. Yeah. So that kind of makes me think maybe Guardiola would have been a better suit... Yeah, I know what you mean. Yeah. But look at Mourinho. Everyone said mm, Mourinho point. comes in, he gets his money, he does what he wants. But didn't happen. It. Well, I still feel harsh on Mourinho the way he was sacked, and yeah, it's it's a difficult one again with him. I don't know where I'm out of managers anymore. Mm. I'm just behind the one who's in charge at the moment. Mm-hmm. Always turned it around. To be fair, the start of the season it looked 
bad. And then Bruno's come in. I'm just worried that it's not. It's one of them. Like when Ole came in, we had that pact where we were class. Yeah. I'm hoping it's not the same with Bruno. And you had a dip, and then you've obviously yeah. playing well now. Well, then, yeah. And he dropped off again, but. He's just got to be behind the one who's in charge. But so you've definitely United. avoided the question about Klopp or Guardiola there. Man United will never go away, that's all I'm saying. Everyone <laughs> knows that. <laughs> what about for you, Jordan? Um, it is tough to pick between them. Ah, that, mm. <laughs> it's so bad. A horrible at, question. I think at the, time, at the time, obviously, Guardiola was rumoured big time about mm-hmm. coming and it was... At one point, I actually thought it was going to happen. I thought he was. Like I thought he was mm. done. It was just a matter of time before he landed in Manchester, kind of thing. I mean, it did happen, but it was Mourinho. Wrong side of Manchester. <laughs> Mourinho and Pep were both coming, weren't they? Yeah. They were both available, and it was a fight between City and United. Yeah, but I mean, it was with Mourinho. I think at, at, at the time I would have gone Guardiola, but yeah. you can't look at. I mean, hindsight's a wonderful thing, isn't it? You can't look at what Klopp's done now and. Think mm. he would have known he was well, they've do both that been successes, time. haven't they, in yeah. their own different way? Yeah, 100%. The, the footballer pair you play on your day is. Mm. I think it's so different, but it's both so. So attractive. Yeah. I think City's a proper attractive footballer. Yeah, it's the old it's Spain style. Everyone, yeah, Barcelona back in the day. Terrible. Cloth is, let's go, go, go. And now he's got. Obviously, he struggled at first because he didn't have a defence, but now mm. you've got. Van Dyke <laughs> and Allison back there. It's, like a cheat on a game, isn't he? Yeah, basically. And having them there has brought the likes of Matip and Gomez yeah. being a young lad, having him next to him, that must just breathe confidence. Even Robertson, you don't think about Robertson, where, where he was at Hull and mm. wherever he was in Scotland, and think, how's that happened? Well, Fergie kind of did the same. He was kind of buying, you know, your just own parks of the world. Yeah, and yeah. Darren Fletcher's, <laughs> yeah, and like, but they all did a job, didn't yeah. they? Yeah, yeah, 100%. So it's, I know it is a tough question, like, but it's definitely Klopp, isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> you can carry it on. Never win three in a row, really. <laughs> <laughs> so, I mean, going, going through the managers then. So, Moyes, do you think he got enough time, or do you not think he was the right man? I don't think he was the right man. He, he made too many choices himself that didn't suit the football club he, I think getting rid of your Mike Feelands who were yeah. already in the backrooms and bringing his own backroom stuff I think he felt he had to be loyal because he had this time at Everton and had done a great job of a standard team Yeah. but coming into Man United I think he felt he had to be loyal and getting rid of that type of coach in the backroom stuff but he wanted some of the players didn't he want Tony Croyce at one point and yeah, there was conversations close, there close about that yeah, so I, mm, I, I kind of think from my perspective he didn't have enough time we all had that nine I, as well, didn't we? Yeah, Bayern, which we thought. Yeah. We'd not Bayern, yeah, yeah. that Evra goal, and then. No, the quarters. Later. Was it the quarters out? Yeah. yeah. Remember two watching that. later, we were all. Yeah. <laughs> I, look, I look back at the Fulham game, and it kind of reminded me of a Sunday league game, and it was, what, like 87 crosses we had or something, and it's like, that's yeah. not how United play football. Mm-hmm. We don't just, you know, mil- uh, Fellaini yeah. up top and that's just hump thing, it into like, him, and it's like, it. that's not. He United. was after his Tony Crook. Cruz and all that, but we ended up with Marilyn Fellaini. Who's, yeah, yeah, he does a job, but he's not Tony Cruz. Let's be serious. Yeah. When you sign those sort of players, yeah. you kind of go on for a particular style of play. Then I suppose, aren't you? Two yeah. completely different styles of player as well. So how can you go from Tony Cruz to Marilyn Fellaini? Like panic, don't you? He's panicked panic and says, yeah. "I'm going to have to change my style of football. No manager should do that. Klopp wouldn't do that. Pep wouldn't do that. Mm-hmm. If you don't get your man, you don't get your man. Yeah. Try again in January, or, or you go you know, I suppose that's what Solskjaer's doing now, isn't it? Yeah, yeah. It's finding the right players, I think, isn't it? You know, we've had, you know, over the seasons now, we've had players that 
come, look at Di Maria, he's come, he's got his wage, doesn't care, mm. and off he goes again because he didn't like Manchester. And it's like, yeah. you want players who want to come and play for Man United because it's Man United. And, you know, I think we're getting there as well. Yeah. The base 11, there's one or two maybe, are on their way, but the base 11 now is it's looking like a squad, but we struggle coming off the bench. We've got no strength yeah, and depth, depth and at all. West Ham the other day, nothing's going our way. Who's he bring off to make an impact? Ricardo. Dan James. Yeah, it's not yeah, enough, yeah, yeah. is it? So after Moyes, you get Van Gaal. Yeah. yeah. What was your thoughts on him? <laughs> He's a funny man, anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Got me some laughs. Yeah. Had some good memories. Yeah. Won the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah. got sacked. Got sacked. Another game where yeah. we got the FA Cup. Sacked after it. How did you feel about that at the time? Did you kind of think wrong time? Mm. I think he couldn't have done it. That these these aren't really a club that are known for that no, sort of thing, are you? No. Gary Neville says a lot about. What about Arsenal and how they've got such a great reputation with their managers yeah. and yeah. being a classy club? And that was yeah. a bit of a, a bit of a shitter, really, wasn't it? Yeah, it yeah. was bad. And it, it put down on it, really, didn't it? You come yeah. out of the ground at the end and you're absolutely buzzing. Yeah, you're hungover already from the day out and you get that news through on your phone and you're like, how? Yeah. Why? so harsh. <laughs> yeah. it's, it's, at the end of the day, you, you did a job for us. You got you back into Europe yeah. as well. Did you yeah. get you back into Europe? Yeah. 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 Had a year in the Champions League with them, didn't we? We had an all right run in the Europa League till we met you. Lot. Mm-hmm. <laughs> 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 and the worst days at Old Trafford that I've ever had. Known. Some of the boys oh, were at that one. Claude Glover, Dina, and Kenny were at that one. I didn't go to that one, but uh, yeah, that wasn't a bad yeah. one. Was that was it. it. <laughs> What's the other one? The Arsenal one. Here's a story for you, Geordie Hurst. You like me saying this? We were at Midland at home. We had three games in a week. <laughs> Rashford's first game, he got brought into the squad late because I think Marshall got injured. We went one 0 down to Midland <laughs> at half time. I think we, I think we were two one up, maybe one one. And Geordie turns around to me and goes, "Who's this Rashford kid? He's shit." <laughs> he came out the second half back to quote of the season. <laughs> <laughs> went to Arsenal on the Sunday after it as well. I think that finished 3-2 Rashford got another 2 <laughs> it was the day yeah. Van Halen remember he jumped on the floor oh yeah. oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> he brought some laughs and there was some good games that we had under him wasn't there we, yeah we actually at times looked like we were kind of getting back to some decent football and then it just dropped off again it was it to Moyes, didn't he? Like, yeah. he, had, he had his style of play and there was no change in that yeah. it wasn't a Man United style of play no. it was, mm. defensive wasn't it, it was so defensive passing the ball around the back slow I remember he's being very slow under yeah, it. Yeah, very slow. I still think we're slow now. We're, yeah. It's still a problem. Yeah. I think we're trying to get out of some of the players. Well, this is the thing. I mean, going into the next one, so then you get Mourinho. Yeah. Thoughts around Mourinho. Did you want him at the time? Did you, should have got longer? Again, I was stuck between Pep and Mourinho. When you hear he's, when he, you know, when he's here, yeah, he's signed, Mourinho, it's like... You get excited, yeah. don't you? I don't know about now. He's won it all, hasn't he? Yeah. yeah. He's done it and then... That arrogance was brought back to Man United. It didn't last long, but I still think he could have had more time. I think he's the one that, we, if we were going to give someone time, he's the one that needed time. Yeah, he was he was trying to build something, but the fans got on his back. Yeah, when you start booing your manager, it's wrong. Well, he wasn't living in Manchester either, was he? He was in the was he in the Lowry Hotel. Yeah, he was staying in the hotel room. Mm. That's what people were like, oh, he's going to ship off soon, isn't he? Yeah. yeah. Doesn't really uh, fill your confidence, does it? Yeah, Mourinho's got this thing behind him. Doesn't need a three-year thing. I think work. he. I think of all the managers he's had, I, I said that Moy should have got time, and I think that. But I think out of all the Mourinho probably deserved more because he's got it. He's got all the the honours there to yeah, see. Yeah, hasn't he turned up straight away. Won at Europa League. Yeah, and he probably had he probably had the hardest job of them all because he ends up with 
three managers squads yeah. Yeah, all exactly. mixed together. Yeah. You know yeah, how he so plays. That squad, didn't yeah, really. and he got how many transfer? We got two or three transfer windows to do yeah. his own thing. He brought Pogba in whether that was the right thing to do. Ibrahimovic as well for a Ibra season. Ibra's a great signing. I think. It, yeah. Again, it was more arrogance into club. And kind of a Cantona sort of signing that, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was watching, um, obviously knew we were going to do this podcast, so I watched a bit on uh, Ferguson. He does a documentary, I think it's on Netflix, and he says about Guardiola. I think it's, it must have been about 20... It would have been 2009, I reckon, after... Well, yeah, yeah. Champions League final. And I think he Strokes. says he goes to New York or something and he met him there and he said that um, if you're going to leave, give me a call and we'll talk. And he said he never got the call, which I found quite amazing because you were in a good like spell then. You just obviously. Yeah, and then when Man United come knocking. And, and City, City had the money and they, you know, we know where they're up to now. But yeah. I find that a bit bizarre, really. It's yeah. strange, isn't it? You think like kind of makes you think United maybe it. didn't go go in for him as well, much yeah, as maybe yeah, they should have. Yeah, yeah. It's, makes you think why I chose City though, doesn't it? Obviously, I know lots of money and lots to play with, and a couple of titles here and there. But, but you had money. What? Yeah, but what? What was the what the draw? Yeah, what, what drew him to him? I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But I think that's another thing on Klopp. Like you say that you think he's suited to us because you see things in Fergie, but I hold my hands up. Use and Dortmund. Mm. the same sort of thing whereas we're not like that that, mm. that thing with the fans that he's got to use I don't think he'd have that little traffic the no. back and then you probably wouldn't have had the time no exactly you just had to stick back off he didn't exactly hit the ground running no. you could see that you were building something now but there was a fair few seasons there he was known as Jürgen Flop for a while wasn't yeah. it? That's <laughs> backfired that's backfired it? Isn't it? <laughs> <laughs> uh. So this is a bit of a, a slightly random question that's come into my head this morning. Obviously, I knew you boys would come on the podcast. Um, looking at it from the outside, I always feel like Wayne Rooney probably isn't appreciated as much as maybe he should be by United fans. Am, am I fair in saying that, or am I just talking absolute shite? Because you know, he's, he's your record goal scorer. He's a club legend, and he's won so many titles. He's won pretty much everything there, hasn't he? I think the only thing... Did he win an FA? Oh, he won the FA Cup yeah, under Van Gaal, so he won yeah. everything... I kind of just think maybe he's not appreciated as much. I can see where you get the idea from. There's yeah, I think the transfer request that happened, I think that tarnished his reputation a little bit and people didn't like him. But he, at the end of the day, he signed a new contract and knocked down and look what he's done for yeah, the club. He's still won titles. If you go speak to the right people, you'll get the we'll right We'll go to answer. Derby away in the FA Cup this year. Mm. The whole, and obviously he played against away, 90 minutes it was just it was Rooney just constant chance. Rooney chance yeah. like that last constant. minute he had the free kick at Romero an unbelievable save yeah. but everyone wanting that to go in it's like yeah. what were we 3-4-0 up and it was like go on let Rooney have a goal celebrate in front of us and so do you think it is because like he tried to leave at one point because if I look at it like that then I kind of say well Gerard did it at us yeah. and he went yeah. on to win titles yeah. at us it's a weird one I think even for England Rooney's not appreciated enough mm. like he is one of the best strikers England have ever had. Football, to be honest, he's up there, isn't he? Yeah. What he's done, he's achieved. Some of the goals he used to score, he is underappreciated. From I think 16 years old as well. When he retires, so. I think that's when people will realise what a player Rooney actually was. And yeah. Do you think? I, I, I hope so, anyway. Because is it the Holy Trinity you have got or something like that outside Old Trafford? Yeah. Would you ever see him getting a statue or anything named that's after him? a good question. I can, but I can't at the same time, I think. Do you think um, it's to do the scouser appeal? Maybe. Possibly. I don't know. But he's Evertonian, so it's a bit different. Well, he's going to these grounds. He's going to Anfield, don't you? <laughs> Slagging the scousers off and everything else, wherever it may be. He's but he's, he's one of them, idea. yeah. And maybe it is that. 
That's a good point. I never really I thought of know. it like that. I, I'd hope not because personally, like, I love him. Like, what a player! Yeah, growing up, like when he was a Man United player. Yeah, young kids have played. He idolises and he's. And you think of it from his perspective. You know, there's nothing he can do about that. He signed for years. Yeah. You know, he could have from the off as well. Like yeah, hat trick in the Orton. How passionate he was as well, yeah, wasn't he it? Was, he loved it. He's captain for a bit as well. Yeah, yeah. He, he went to Everton and kissed the United badge in front yeah, of Everton. Like, mm-hmm. So he showed where his loyalties were. I don't know. It is a tough one. I do think he is underappreciated by a lot of people. Yeah, I think it is harsh. I think we'll kind of see what happens when he stops playing. I think would mm. be more of a if it carries on like it is now, then definitely underappreciated when he stops playing. Maybe because he plays for a different team now, and he's you know he's at Derby, he's been to yeah, he's, he's been, playing, to, been to America, and yeah. mm-hmm. so the I think there's quite a few players that are over, yeah, underappreciated, but probably haven't achieved as much as what yeah. he yeah. did. You know, yeah. it is an odd yeah, one, and I find it an odd one. The other thing I want to ask you is kind of ending on a high note. What are you most looking forward to in the future for the club under Solskjaer? You know, is He's playing some attractive football now, though, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. At times we do, it's, yeah. It, it's an exciting time, I think, for us. We always started to build someone. You can see what he wants, and he's not letting anybody say any different. He's going back to the Man United way from the roots, and he's bringing youth. You've got Greenwood coming through. What a player he is going to be. Right. He does look. I was watching him the other day, and I kind of thought he was. I always thought he was left footed, but I watched him, and I thought he's not. He's very much two footed, yeah, isn't he? Yeah, and that's what's dangerous. Well, about, there's it? a story about him, wasn't there? That he had a penalty in the youth teams against City, and he took it with his left, and he missed. So he now takes him with his right. And against there's a, there's a video against you. Yeah, he got two free kicks on both sides of the box. But not only has he got the talent, but he's obviously yeah, he's one of you, isn't yeah. he? And that you've kind of got that with Rashford as well. Yeah, yeah. eighteen years old and he scored seventeen his debut season. It's not phased, and that's what scares me. Mm. Like, what can he go on to? So you've started to bring youth through people yeah. who kind of care. Yeah, um, started to obviously get rid of your and Maria's and your Falcals yeah. of the world and yeah. they've, they've been phased out you're not signing those sort of players that are coming yeah. for the money I just can't wait for the day personally but we're back challenging for things mm. I mean at the time we're recording you're playing Leicester tomorrow Yeah, that's like a cup final even oh, though it's not nervous because yeah, I feel sick thinking about it you look at the games we've played recently and you look to the Chelsea game or the, you know, the other games that we've played Southampton game and it was Every time, season, Every time this season, Every time this season, we've had someone to play for. You look at other it's games, gone wrong. like Bournemouth, lacking a bit defensively, but up top with five and five, and it's like that doesn't happen. We haven't had that. Like I think Solskjaer's what's happened twice under him. First game against Cardiff, wasn't it? Yeah. And then since then, it was 2013 when we last scored five goals. Yeah. Mm. That was like as well. Marshall's hat trick, first time since Van Persie. Yeah, yeah. yeah that's, that's a long time. That for, it was like depends which night it turns up to how nervous I'll be in the first yeah. ten minutes. Like it's a big point in your season though to get back in the Champions League and attract if those sort of players. That, that's it, exactly it? the attraction for players. Yeah, I don't think we need the biggest biggest players now. Now we need to build a squad, not just a first eleven. Yeah, you still got to attract them players. Yeah. There's rumours of Sancho is that going to happen? Mm-hmm. I think it will happen. But do, you think, do you think you need Sancho as yeah, much as maybe I you need another centre half? Or and I do. We need we need both. We need, definitely need a centre half. Mm-hmm. I think yeah. we need, we need back a up at full back. Yeah. To be honest, it's, I'll back up at full back at the minute. Williams and Fosu Mentor, and it's like mm, not going to cut it. No, it's not. It's, uh, going back to the depth, isn't it? It's you know, it's not enough depth there. Like yeah. Sancho, I say, I'm kind of in two minds. Like obviously, I want him to be world class and. But then it stops Greenwood getting as much game time, and it's like, well, if he doesn't get as much, what's he going to do? Is he going to want to move off? And but do, you know, we, do we stay 
having Greenwood yeah. start and then only having Dan James to replace him. That's with. it, isn't it? You can't be it's like, all, it's, it's for Man United, we have the best players starting 11 and on the bench, no matter what. I just, yeah, I just pray we'll be back up there challenging. Yeah. Like, we've not seen us win a league properly. Like, no. Yeah, everyone says, oh man, you've seen it all growing up, but when not we really got into football, do you yeah. know what I mean? Like, when mm. you... Because you're young, you don't understand until you. Oh, I'm telling you something now. You boys ruined my fucking childhood <laughs> time and fucking time yeah, again. Now you're like match. Now going. it's my time. Yeah, yeah, and you're match going as well. We weren't match going. On yeah, and everything. Yeah, we won the FA Cup and stuff. But to be going to these games constantly and then being there to see us win mm. something like that. And you get, the more games you go, you kind of feel like you're more part of it. Yeah. If that, mm. rather than just you know being at home watching it and. You boys are in your early 20s and I, I kind of see things you know, on Twitter or just like fans in general that, you know, they're in the 30s and above and they are so fucking annoyed about not winning the league every yeah. year. I kind of like, I kind of think of it as like as like a baby getting yeah. their rattle taken off yeah, them. Yeah. And the league title was your rattle and you've not got it anymore and you don't nah. like it sort of thing. I don't mean that, I don't mean that in a shitty no, way at all. Especially now it's gone to Anfield like first mm. time in our lifetime. Yeah, like we, had, right. we had it year after year after year. and So used to winning yeah. and so used to having that. We grew up. I've never, the one I remember for me, the main one is Fergie's last one. Obviously after we got it back off City, yeah. that's, I think that year was what made me, when we lost it to City, made me become a football fan. Mm. That heartbreak made me become a football fan, which is weird. Mm. Like, more than anything. (laughs) You kind of got more passion through it. Yeah, do you know what I mean? From being before we were born as well, because we'd won it before we were born, and then obviously born into winning the league, and when I was born, it was the treble year. Yeah. It was like, so I was born into the treble year, and obviously from then... We just won league after league, and it's kind of like maybe, maybe didn't take, of like probably took it for advantage. To be honest, now, yeah. grand now that we know people being there, done that, and seeing all they were there for the treble, we want their memories for ourselves. Yeah. Now he's going the match. Yeah. He's old enough, obviously. Yeah, it's to understand what it means. Yeah, it's, having one of those moments for yourself, yeah. sort of thing. I yeah. mentioned that on the episode, the first episode of Keith. You want those moments yeah. for yourself, don't 100%. you? So, finally, the podcast is obviously centered around going the match. So, with every podcast we're doing, I want to end by asking, what are your top three favourite matches you've been to? So, it doesn't have to be based on 90 minutes itself. It can be something that happened during the day, whatever. I know you've been sick a lot on these trips. So, <laughs> have, you got, have you got one that you haven't been on? A few. It's a tough one, that. Um, it is hard, that question, yeah. to be fair. Valencia's up there to you, European away. It's the first one we've done, and it's definitely not going to be the last because they are the best trips you have. Get the memories from. Yeah, yeah. you get there, you get to your Irish bar first thing. It's stupid. Like we all go to these European countries in the first end up in for British an Irish pub, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and a Mackey's. <laughs> we actually did. To be fair, we yeah. actually had a Mackey's breakfast on the Same day of the game. and Mackey's in Spain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so Valencia's probably top for me. Did you win that game? No, no. That beat two one. Two one. Yeah, it was, all, it was yeah. a game to go top of the group, wasn't it? Yeah, bottled up. Just. Ended don't know up, what happened. But it ended up being PSG in the next round, so yeah. it didn't really matter. But yeah, again the game itself, don't remember it. It's no. so high <laughs> up there anyway. You, <laughs> that is the steepest ground I've ever been yeah, in. To be fair, that was probably the best I have had at a footy game. But a I don't think yeah. I remember from 3pm that day. I, <laughs> Unbelievable. Like, it's kind of the weather and being on the yeah, ale, different yeah. ale all day yeah, and yeah. taking in the atmosphere and everything. You kind yeah. of go away with it, it a bit, in, don't you? It was yeah. in bad condition that day. Like after the game, we were going to go back to the pub, weren't we? There's a story, and isn't it? We were lucky. Yeah, yeah. we were going to go back to the pub. 
and that we were in before the game. And Spartak Moscow were playing Villarreal on the Thursday in yeah, Europe. So they were in Valencia, going to get obviously a bus or a train out, whatever, mm-hmm. out to um, Villarreal. And I was I was hammered. <laughs> couldn't go back to the pub, chamber. I was like, I'm going back to the hotel, chamber. like, yeah, Sam. Anyway, it was like 1am, 2am. Anyway, I woke up in the morning, seen a message coming at 1 o'clock in the morning off uh, one of the lads, that we, one of the Irish lads that was over. And... Um, he was like, were you in the pub after the game? And I was like, no, no, why? And it was, oh, the sport of Moscow. Lads came in and filled everyone in. I was like, what? Still passports. Passports wallets, went, yeah, everything. Everything. Buff, uh, and you should have been in good, good like, Nick. <laughs> <laughs> well, we had to get coach back to Barcelona for our flight the day after. Was it, it two, was days, two after, days after? Yeah. And they'd obviously played that night. And yeah. We got Russians to the coach there, station and they had the flags around and me and him were Let's just not talk, you know. <laughs> like, we're English people just get kip on. Yeah, heavy <laughs> the Russians are one, they're scary people. Football's not about that. There's stories know. here, mm. but it's just stupid. Just go watch the match and that's yeah, it, isn't it? Exactly. Yeah. Um, Brighton, we mentioned earlier, another unbelievable trip. Six hours on a coach. But it's just full of yeah. reds, it's just class. The same top two as me there as well. Yeah. <laughs> Do you have any mates over there that you meet that obviously aren't here on the Isle of Man as well? Yeah, yeah. quite a few. Yeah, we just meet them as you go, really, don't we? We yeah. kind of. It was a weird one. I was I went with a mate and got on the train, and two Irish lads um, got on the train as well from the airport, and their flight must have landed exact same time. And it, they came and just sat next to us and started talking, and that was it. And we still go meet them three years later yeah. and it's like, like it turns out like his cousin lives over yeah, here it's, it's absolutely like, it's such a small world small world aren't it we help yeah. them out with tickets if they need to and they help that's us it, out as it? well yeah. and it's like you know if you can get just get talking to people and that don't you that's it yeah, yeah. Um, the other one for me was you, you won't like this one <laughs> <laughs> you lot at home um, I can't remember what year it was. Beat you three 0 and Balotelli been sat on the kit and the yellow kit on the floor. Oh, hey, twenty fifteen. Unbelievable. Yeah. Like, I was sat behind De Gea in the second half. I stuck behind De Gea in the second half, and you he was making us. You yeah. battered us, and we won three 0 I remember Balotelli had about twenty five yeah. shots, yeah. didn't he? Matt, and he was. He looked like he was going to cry. Like he was like, "What do I do? What do <laughs> I do?" Not on his own. Like no. uh, <laughs> I hated that season. You know. And then that's the first time. That's I think that's my second game of the season ticket holder. I met a couple of lads over. I went over on my own, but there was a few lads from over here who gone to Manchester for a night out, and then there was a couple that were going to the game. Langy and it was the other one, Dane Patience, it was, and went out with him the night before. And I went back to their flat that morning to meet them to go to the game together. I was like, have someone to go. Langy still not got back from the night before. <laughs> <laughs> but he took us to mention Sam Platt before. Like, I'd yeah. I'd only been to the ground and gone straight to the game. Yeah. I'd never been to the pub before. Uh-huh. And he introduced me more or less to the, the atmosphere side of things, and yeah. that's me hooked. I, yeah. I came back telling all these stories, like, look at these videos, all the chanting and, and the pyros and that. Yeah, yeah. I all started getting their season tickets, and we'd been crying out for that for a long time as yeah. a group of mates. Mm-hmm. You've not seemed to have it, like, I've said it for years. You lot have got like, a big group. Got lucky with that. Go. Whereas we've never had the big group, and now what we've got like makes a difference. Yeah, definitely makes difference. You said it with Keith last week. It's sharing their memories, isn't it? Mm. Share experiences yeah. mean more, don't yeah. they? Yeah. Especially when you beat us three 0 What a day that was! Yeah, a couple of close calls. City four yeah. two was yeah, up there I, as well. I, I can't choose my my third one. I'm either going for probably the Spurs FA semi. That was a that was a good day. When was that? A couple of years ago, or? yeah, we got beat by Chelsea in the final, didn't we? Yeah, a couple of years ago, yeah, and that was 
ridiculous day. I think we got there on the Friday night, didn't we? And the games on the yeah, Saturday. We went we to were, that Irish pub next door to our yeah, hotel. Yeah, pub right Horrible next door. Horrible little hotel, wasn't it? <laughs> just in there for just in the pub till probably two a.m. Millwall were playing, weren't they? Yeah. QPR wasn't it? And it was just down the road from the pub. Bartender, <laughs> oh, right. bartender was bringing us free food because. I'm guessing probably because of the drink we were buying. just been so. there all day, like, yeah. Yeah, so, and then, yeah. obviously, next day, up early, straight to uh, Green Man down in Wembley, and you spilled a pint of cider all oh, over yourself, didn't you? Sat on, a, <laughs> sat on a bench on a, on a slant, and everybody gets up, and I'm still there. Pint of dark roots, see you later, all over me, grey shorts. <laughs> That day was just the, no. the weather. We had the weather. We were all sunburned, weren't we? Where, where to, we were walking, walking towards for half an hour, weren't we? Walking to a taxi stop or something, weren't we? And pa- found a shop and we were like, we're going to have to buy some Jordan here. So we didn't, so didn't take out the hotel room or anything. We went in looking for sun cream because we knew like, it was hot. So hot. Yeah, it was 26, 27 or something. Like that. And we all came out bright red, didn't we? we yeah. So you hung over, you Sunburns coming up, heat stress. Sweaty, yeah. It was, it was good day, that day. day. Wembley is up there. Yeah. Like, yeah, you get the chance, you have to. So, you, yeah. There's them two pubs, there's the Green Man and Torch. The Torch. Because you get allocated your sides, don't you? Allocated your pubs. Yeah, yeah. And there's, they're the two main ones, and one's on the main road, and one's got a massive beer garden, and it's ridiculous. It's a place, isn't it? Yeah, 100%. It's. Hopefully the European away is next, so we yeah. need to get more of them. And yeah. We were hoping we'd get one in this season, but Corona's ruined that. So. Mm. Still people flying out to Germany. Yeah. Some of the lads <laughs> that are across going to Germany and that. And really? Like, yeah. yeah. One, of the, one of the Irish lads, the guy that has a cousin over here, he booked it. The flight got cancelled, so he's rebooked it with someone else. And he's <laughs> you have a good away following, really, as yeah. well, yeah. don't you? Like, yeah. I'm not going to sit here and... Be biased, like you can see in the matches, like he's yeah. have such a good away following. That's right. The last few years for me, that like, I've not really been to the home games as much, and people can say, "Oh, you, you die hard to in the away yeah, aren't they?" The away days you can't beat her, isn't it? Day better. Every every away day we've done has been class, hasn't it? Yeah, it is good days. Like yeah, even when you know you get beat by City, and as you much as you don't want to get beat by City, it's still like <laughs> it doesn't matter who we get beat. By. It's everyone for yeah. me. <laughs> I, I've actually never seen us win an away game. <laughs> I, not, happened, not, not happened. Not don't know when it will. Went to Brighton expecting to win. You know, again first away game. You know, first win. Nope, didn't happen. Valencia nope. twice. <laughs> Huddersfield twice. It was last game. Was it last game of the season. I went last year. I think it was. Yeah, it was. And they were already down. I think they got a draw out of us. And that meant we couldn't get Champions League, and we were coming out the ground still singing. They're like. Kazakhstan away. <laughs> 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 and we got Kazakhstan. Yeah. Well, long may those away days carrying on lose and continue. <laughs> <then. laughs> All right, lads. Well, thanks very much for coming on. Really appreciate you giving up your time. Yeah, it's been been enjoyed. Hope you've enjoyed it. Yeah, it's yeah. been good. Good stuff. If you haven't already, please subscribe, follow, and share. And of course, leave a five star rating.